0: Where's Brent? A sudden gust of wind blew in our direction, full of smoke and the smell of burning. The heat of the fire heading our way suddenly made everything too real. The fire was getting incredibly close. What? Seth shouted as he stopped running. He bent over with his hands on his knees. Everything inside of him was pumping and pushing and begging for more oxygen. Brent's not with us. Panic pressed against my chest. Had he hurt himself before and not owned up to it? I went over what happened when we'd landed only moments ago. He's. Karen glanced at Riley, who was frantically looking around. His head turned in the same direction as hers when she brought her hand up to her mouth and her breath caught. What the heck? She pointed to the water tower. He's up there. Huh? Seth straightened, plugged his nose, and tried not to cough. What's he doing? I swung around and squinted. It was hard to see, but the scraping of metal and sudden banging of hollow metal couldn't be missed. One of the trows shifted and wobbled back and forth. Just as I realized what Brent was doing, Kieran started tearing back to the water tower. He's gonna get the water to flood the ground and forest. We have to help him. Those of us still standing burst into a sprint. We raced back to the tower, the distance now seeming longer this time. Sirens grew louder and a fire truck flew by on the highway. It's lights flashing. Another one followed it down the exit moments later. Brent had managed to break the top of a tube that I had slid down loose from the scaffold and was rolling it. Seth coughed and spat. What's he doing, Riley? Riley pressed a hand against her eyebrows and looked up. He's got the top of the tube by a latch on the water tower. I think he's trying to hammer the handle. To get the latch open so water would pour down. Brent's got an idea. Let's get the base moved. Karen jumped onto the bin and began kicking the base of the tube. It took the five of us on the ground to break the trough free of the bin. It groaned in protest as it shifted a few meters. We worked without thinking or talking, all of us going as fast as we could. The noise from the fire terrified me, like it wanted to hunt us down. Heat burned my skin and made all of us sweat. Everything was moving too fast. Ironically. The ash drifted by in a slow dance. Push! Seth hollered as his muscles strained in exertion. Finally the trow broke free from a tripod stand that kept it stable near the base. The bars clambered to the ground and the trow swung away from us toward the fire. From above, Brent hollered. Watch out! I heard the water bubble inside the tower and splash against the insides of the trow as it raced down. Brent must have managed to get the hatch open and set the trow to let the water pour down. I jumped up to try and push the base of the tube toward the forest. I could barely reach it now. Only my fingers managed to make contact. It didn't budge. Seth, push it again. The water's coming. Seth ran and leapt in the air, both arms coming up and nailing the trow with perfect athletic timing. It swung wild and water ricocheted out of the spout flying over the first trees and dumping into the forest. The trough swung a few meters to the right, and, because of the pressure from the water, moving back to the left like a clock pendulum. Angry hissing and the sound of fire drowning sounded like music to my ears. It's hitting the fire! The same time I spoke, Riley said, I can see it. Fire department's on the other side fighting it as well. Brent stood beside Kieran, his arms crossed and a big goofy grin on his face. I ran over and hugged him. You crazy idiot. Idiot? Kieran laughed. I'd say more along the lines of a genius. That was brilliant. He high-fived Brent. I saw the lower flood latch when Zoe and I were up there before. I figured it was worth a shot. How you guys moved the base was awesome. Brent opened and closed his hands into fists, then tucked them into his jeans pocket. See? Seth pounded Brent on the back. I told you we make an awesome team. Karen glanced toward the road. Oi, may I suggest we get our arses out of here? Don't think we want to get caught. Oh, crap. Heidi turned and started running down the path. Everyone followed her, only to stop and turn in the opposite direction when sirens warned us someone was coming. We sprinted about 50 meters when gravel crunching gave me the heads up before the others. About to warn them, I never got the chance. Heidi pulled up short when a red SUV blocked the road. Riley covered her eyes from the bright headlights. A fireman jumped out of the driver's side and held his hand up. He held a phone in the other. Nobody move. I'm calling the cops.